This week on the Bearcast, two men enter, two men leave. They are friends now. What's done? We're in. All right, welcome to the Bearcast. Hey, Bearcast. Episode 287. Wow, that's a number. Man, they're getting up there. Aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, yeah, Morgan, they are. talk show guy. Uh, so I'm you Harlow. Bet. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is we go ahead and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Come in here to the studio talk about it for the first half. Mm-hmm. Then we rate them. Good bad movies. Enjoyable bad movies. They go one to five jocks and robot jocks. Yay. Hooray. Hooray. Huh, robot jocks. But I'm you know what? The bad, bad movies. Negative sliding scale. What if I bags as some douchebags mm-hmm. for Twilight? Mm-hmm. No. Boo. Boo. We don't Boo. like that movie. Not our favorite. No. Mm-mm. So, cat's out of the bag. We're doing 1990 movies. We're back. Are we? With another one. Theme month. Theme year. year. <laughs> Theme yes. 12 months. 1990s, the final sanction. Yeah. Yeah. For several reasons we'll get into after I do all of the happy, fun intro bits. <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Uh, f- first, let's just do a plot summary and get right into it. Mm-hmm. After war breaks out between the U.S. and Russia, the two countries decide to settle the conflict by putting its two best warriors into an arena in a fight to the death. This sounds familiar. <laughs> it sounds like a basis for a rating system, kind of. Kind of? Yeah. A little. Mm-hmm. Maybe without mechanized... Warriors. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is basically robot jocks without robots. It's just yeah. jocks. Just like it. Well, well I mean, the, the idea, yeah. the notion of... The basic plot skeleton yeah. is the, the same. The frame thing. is the same. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And also, what, dragon fight? We also- A little bit of dragon frame. fight, although yeah. dragon fight was private corporations paying each other to fight. Sure. Yeah. Stuff. So, they were doing stock deals. But... Both this and Dragon Fight star, Robert Zadar. Yep. The late great Robert Zadar. Yes, sir. But the main reason we picked it is it's directed by David A. Pryor. Yes. Who unfortunately Ooh. passed away over the weekend. Yeah. Which uh, really sucks. Yeah, it does. Especially he, with like new releases of his movies coming on Blu ray. There's like in three September. of his movies coming out on Blu ray in September. Yeah. Uh, he made Deadly Prey. He's done a bunch of movies that we've watched, mm-hmm. and he made. Five movies in 1990. Yeah. Good job. So he has fit right in with our theme year. Uh, and this is the third mm-hmm. that we've watched. Yep. <laughs> so they've all been quite different. Yeah. Varying degrees of quality. Yeah. This is about <laughs> as close as it gets as far as style goes to Deadly Prey. Because it's got same guy, his brother, Ted Pryor. Yes, Ted Pryor. Mike Danton in Deadly Prey. <laughs> right. He's uh, Jimmy Titanic in this? What's his name? <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> Banana Ninnick. Jimmy Titanic. That's his name. Um, Tom Botanic. Botanic. Oh, Botanic, yes. Tom Botanic. Like Satanic, but with <laughs> yes. but a little bah. bit extra letter in the Botanic. <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica. Mm-hmm. Botanica. Uh, right. Okay. I suppose next you're going to throw a number up on the screen. And there it is. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Ted Pryor's in it as Sergeant Tommy Titanic, and 
also we have <laughs> Thomas Titanic. Thomas Titanic. Oh, the tank engine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thomas Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. Titanic engine. Yes. Drink yarn, <laughs> juice, Billy. And also Robert Zadar is in this. Yeah. Yeah. Pronounce his name. Uh, Sergey Sjakov. <laughs> Wait, did yeah. you say Sjakov? I'm sorry, that's not. I don't Sergei think that's right. Sergey Sjakov. <laughs> yeah. Shvakov. 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 Yeah. Yeah. There's actually another uh, Bamcast alum. Well, there's two more Bamcast alums. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's Renee Klein, who was in Invasion Force. Yeah. Another David A. Pryor movie. Yep. Right. And there's also William Smith of like 50 Bamcast <laughs> movies at this point. Yeah. yeah. But you will know him by being William Smith. Yes. And you hire him because his voice is so gravelly. It doesn't matter what he says. Just pretend it's whatever language he's supposed to be speaking. He plays a Russian general. And half of it, I wasn't sure if he was speaking English or Russian. I'm pretty because sure it half was of it so would, unintelligible yeah. either way. I think half of it was pure nonsense. Yeah. I really do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think there was any yeah. kind of Russian consultant. It was just yeah. makes, make Russian sounding noises. Yeah. They did have a couple of phrases that the Russian characters would repeat over and over again. So so we always sat down for five minutes like, let's come up with a fake Russian language. (laughs) (laughs) Much easier (laughs) than learning a few phrases in actual Russian. Mm -hmm. You could just talk to a Russian somewhere. They're always in a hurry. But this is filmed in Alabama in 1990, so there probably weren't many Russians (laughs) on staff (laughs) (laughs) hanging out. But yeah, Robert Robert Zadar is his their their Russian champion. Yeah, he's Ivan Drago. Mm-hmm. No, he's Sergei Sergei Jackov. Right. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm just like he's like. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. If you want to compare this to another movie, mm-hmm. oh, so he's a simile. Oh, so he's yes. like okay, uh, Alexander. Could be also somewhat. Yes. Oh, now, now I'm getting where you're going. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. I'm picking he's, up what you're throwing he's down. He's already killed uh, Titanic <laughs> in his mind. <laughs> I'm like iceberg. <laughs> yes, exactly. Iceberg, iceberg. <laughs> yeah. It's really when he comes in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, yeah. So, but like, the movie this, starts. Yeah, this movie drops us in in the middle of nuclear war, or, or as they say in the movie, nuclear. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. It's like War Games is going yeah, on. Yeah, but there, there's two guys that work in, uh, I guess they work in a missile silo. And they're <laughs> the guys that sit there and, you know, push the button if need be. Right. Mm-hmm. And the guy, one guy tells a joke. <laughs> it's the dumbest <laughs> joke ever. But what's great, he's, he's, it's basically, in a nutshell, why did the major give an empty box to his wife? He said it was a stealth bomber jacket. Get it? Get it. Stealth yeah, bomber. It's invisible. It's invisible. You can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy's like, it's a terrible fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> He just calls him out on it. That's what yeah. makes it great. Yeah. yeah. And then nuclear war happens. Yeah. Yeah. Then they, get they a launch phone, a new... They get a phone call. Yeah. yeah They're it's... looking at weather maps, and it's like, well, I don't know, point the thing at the thing, and then five minutes of stock footage of nukes going off and stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, really, really old stock footage. I mean, like the, the footage you've seen a million times mm-hmm. of the house being blown apart and then sucked back the other way. And Yeah. Okay. So, that I mean, that goes on for a while. And then it's just like people in public just, and radio reports and they're watching televisions in the department store of, of, you know, well, we wiped out the first strike capabilities of the Russians and the Russians wiped out the first strike capabilities of us. So now, <laughs> so the how logical will we sell our step? disputes? <laughs> there's like this boardroom of 
you know, fancy people mm-hmm. and suits. Oh, fancy and, yeah, you know. And there's just someone walking around with a bowl and they're all putting just folded up pieces of paper in the bowl. And <laughs> one guy pulls out all the votes and it's just like we have agreed <laughs> to yeah. end the conflict, and everyone's like, "Hooray!" We've agreed to a solution. Yeah. Okay. Like fine. Yeah. yeah. We've we've come to a solution. Maybe a sanction. Like, yeah, but they don't say that. They probably should. We've come to a sanction, but they all celebrate, and it's like, okay, well, good. They've staved off war. Kind of. I'm glad they've settled their differences. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they won't nuke anybody else anymore. Right, cut to um, this weird, scary propaganda newscast in, that's being shown everywhere, like in schools, where they're like, millions have died, but it could be millions more. Where will they bomb next? It could be here. It could be here. It could be under your desk right now if you're in that school. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's 1990 just, Fox News asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> and then just suggesting a bunch of things. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It could be right. It could happen right now. Is your house going to explode? Yeah. Question mark. Maybe. Yeah. We'll film, be right film back. Film at 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't know why we were watching that. I, I don't know. But uh, I mean, it just... It sets up the the you know the general paranoia of this time and place and all those things. That's yeah, happening. some world building going right. on here. Cut to um, do we see Zadar first or uh, I'm just going to call him Danton. Danton is Titanic. in prison. Yeah. yeah, we see him first in yeah. prison. Yeah, he's having a prison fight in Leavenworth, you know, military prison. As you do. Um, I don't know. Right off this this movie, basically, it just establishes he's terrible at hand to hand combat. Yeah, he's not. He, good. He's not very mm-hmm. good. Like he'll throw some punches, but. Even a guy that's just wildly telegraphing his punches, he just can't even beat him, and then gets sucker punched at the end. Well, he's gloating over, or he's actually running around like going, "Who bet against me? Who bet against me?" And allows the guy he was fighting, who he did manage to like, I think he jumped on the guy's back and just like he punched ear, him in ear the ear, him? yeah, mm-hmm. six or seven times, Until and then once he was woozy, punched him three times in the stomach, right. said one, two, three, you're out, and then yeah, headbutted him. him, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Who, who's yeah. voting against? Who better to get? Who better against me?" <laughs> yeah. And then like the guy stands up behind him, and it's just you get this like kind of like turn around, like fist into fist camera. into camera punch. Yeah, and then he's on a gurney being uh, wheeled in and, and drugged, and that's pretty mm-hmm. much the end of we. You know, they they put the oxygen mask on him that they're gonna knock him out, and then we don't we're done with him for a little bit. Yeah, cut to Robert Zadar, um, mm-hmm. in Russia, who is. Yes, right. <laughs> well, the movie's Russia. Okay. Um, in a very dark warehouse. Yes. Yeah. He's basically being recruited. Is he doing the shovel thing first? Yeah, that's... The targets are okay. popping out. And- yeah, he's doing, like, the, the, the walkthrough where, you know, you'd have targets pop up out, you know, and you have to react and shoot them. But instead, he's throwing these weird mechanical shovels. They're like, entrenching tools. Yeah. Like, they fold up. It's a... Yeah. 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 It's... The movie explains that Soviet soldiers are very good with these. The movie made up of fuck bullshit. I don't think there's <laughs> anybody on the face of the planet that Russians fights throw with shovels, man. That's just what they do. Trenching tools. <laughs> I don't know, but he's just you know bullseyeing all these targets, and then William Smith comes in and yeah, comrade, you know, just like mm-hmm. gives him the spiel of like, are you, I'm glad you stayed in shape. You know, yeah. it's the old like you know he's way to throw those shovels. Yeah. <laughs> Was that him under the car in the beginning? Was that Sadar with a beard? No, that was just no, that was Danny. That threw me off for a second. I was like, "That's that's not Zazar." That was just a person in public listening to the news. Right, right. Yeah, we felt our emotions through Danny. They 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 lingered on too many things for so long, but it was you know he's coming back. He's going to save Mother Russia and all this, and by throwing shovels. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like you do. Yeah, 
Um, William Smith is very excited. He's in my and then I don't know if it's like, right now or if it's later, but I'm just going to go. He goes through this training program thing. I think it's. I think it cuts away for a minute, but it comes back and guy has shown up and and it's another guy that like has no idea what accents sound like like mm-hmm. at all. Like I I swear he actually went into like really bad stereotypical Mexican for a second. Mm-hmm. Like like the like the old style Speedy Gonzalez Mexican. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> and it was like like Peter Lauren uh... do know you're supposed to be Russian, right? <laughs> yeah. Like see. Si. <laughs> I mean, it was like I am very the Russian. What <laughs> accent are you doing, guy? Yeah. It but was, whatever. Anyway, but like all this serves <laughs> is that he's being he's got, you know, the monitor things all over his face and everything, which is a lot of them. Um and <laughs> Hey now. Come on. Yeah. I'm the sorry. man had keep, a disease, <laughs> but you know they're they're inducing some sort of like Clockwork Orange style hypnosis thing on him, where he's in you know he has this whole vision where he's disappointing his commanding officer, <laughs> William Smith guy, <laughs> mm-hmm. through various stages, and he, and all he really wants him to do is shoot himself in the head, and he's like trying to talk him into it inside the dream, and that, that which of course is making him do it in real life. And he's like, oh yo, you're not going to shoot yourself? Well, here I'll bring in your father. And he shoots yeah. his father. You either shoot <laughs> him or shoot. He's like, shoot yourself, son. Yeah. <laughs> you do must not do let it. him shoot me. Shoot you. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, well, that didn't work. How about your mother? And then, like, he's he's just about to crack. And it's, again, the mother that they will out, like. She was just someone's mother on the crew. I, oh, my God. No, she was like son, 90. please. Don't. She, was, she was like 90, <laughs> and they like dug her out of Yonkers, not fucking Russia. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like, what the hell is this? Don't let him shoot yeah. me, son. Please. Don't shoot me. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, a but lot. They, the, the two guys keep talking like, you know, it's like he's, no one's ever done level 10 before. And so whatever we're seeing is level 10 Russian soldier training, which mm-hmm. basically is obey your superior and shoot yourself in the fucking head. Mm-hmm. And then you pass, but then you're dead. So we yeah. got I mean, it's, I don't whatever. <laughs> yeah. And and it it makes no sense because the guy's like, well, man, you gave him that gun, but you wouldn't put live rounds in there. And he's like, well, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's our best hope. But if he didn't pass level ten, then uh, you know, yeah, not so worth it. He just barks an order at him, and, and Zadar just fires every bullet in the gun, mm-hmm. and they both look at each other like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that gun was totally loaded. Yep. <laughs> it's a weird game of Russian roulette we're playing yeah. right now. But so Danton has woken up in yeah, Danton a, Botanic, <laughs> <laughs> the botanical woke, gardens. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's woken up in some room, and there's a person talking to him, sort of, just like, "Hey," mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, "What?" Mm-hmm. And then eventually, this Holly Hunter lady is just chatting him up, and he's like, "Where are you?" Yeah, I'm in your head. I'm in your head, <laughs> Mike Danton. I'm in your head. We put a chip in your head and I can talk to you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's like, get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. And also, he's got he's got a scar on his chest. I can't figure out if they went in through his chest to put the thing in his head. Who yes. knows? There's a battery pack. Oh, okay. So that's that's the power source. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They never explained what that was. It's, it was... The tracker? Surgical stuff. Oh, they had to... Okay. They, they just had to surgery put, him. Oh, okay. Huh. They put some stuff Obviously, in Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay. that's what zaps him. Because when she when he's doing something she doesn't like, she yeah. can zap. But doesn't he reach for his head? He does. Yeah. Well, the sound is in his head. Because yeah, well, sound. Okay, is- so yeah, he's like, whatever, lady, get out of here. I, I've been court martialed. I don't even work for the army anymore. Get the fuck out of here. I'm done. I'm leaving. Right. And she can basically summon uh, 
1990 Inception noise. Yes. It's just a, like a, it's actually kind of like a mild musical stinger. It's just like a din din. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> just, and he's like, oh, pain. Yeah. Uh. Well, she initially describes it as behavior modification. Like, so, like it's supposed to actually flip his mood mm-hmm. to do something else. But it, it only just mildly pisses him off. And they only do it like two more times before she just realizes it's not going to do any good. I'm just never going to do it. Well, again. yeah. Well, well, he flat out tells her. He's like, listen, <laughs> I'll do this if you get me a presidential pardon. She's like, you're crazy. Yeah. We can't do that. Yeah. He totally 24s it. He asks for <laughs> yeah. a presidential pardon. And uh, yeah, she just. And gets it. Like, yeah. Next oh, yeah. Scene. Yeah. But, but he says, you know, you can keep zapping me all you want. I ain't doing shit till you get me a presidential pardon. Yeah. She's like, all right. Yeah. And then <laughs> things have changed. <laughs> we got us a child now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. man, yeah. so many raising Arizona jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. yeah. So uh-huh. like, he like gets next, it. Yeah. Next scene, it's like he's sitting in a room, or I think he's eating. Uh, he's in the cafeteria. He's eating chow. If you want to mm-hmm. get all proper, but um, and guy walks in and it's just like, oh, it's you. Great, awesome. And he's like, yeah. Well, here's your presidential pardon. But guess what? <laughs> I'm your commanding officer, and if you fuck up, I'm taking your spot. Which yeah. is a weird, weird way to do this. Bring in somebody from this guy's past. I mean, there's a whole weird sub side. I guess it's kind of uh, it's a side plot the way they treat it. But there's a weird conspiracy thing going on here that they never fucking explained why. It's just something happened in Pakistan. Something, something happened somewhere. And the people involved in this also were involved in fucking him over, which is like. Really, this is the guy you want to... It's what he was being court-martialed for. You want to bring him in to mm-hmm. possibly expose this? I mean, yeah. it's just the classic dumb bad guy thing of, like, let's set ourselves up to yeah. fail. Yeah. The one guy who can right. unfold our scheme yeah. is the yeah. guy we team... Yeah, we, he's, he's our lunchman to this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But, S- stupid. you know, that's a weird logic yeah. problem in a movie where two countries who hey, just nuked each other I, have just decided to have a fighting tournament. I have no problem <laughs> with that. This is the low-budget version of Rocky Four. Mike Danton went in there and beat communism with his fists. Mm-hmm. But did he? No. It, that's not... Did he? We will get there, but that's not what did happens he? at all. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I'm <laughs> saying, on paper, that's what this movie is. Yeah. It's all like, right. You know, enough with the nukes. We realize that we're just going to blow the whole world up. Let's have a, let's have a match. So mm. let's just have two dudes fight each yeah. other. Chuck, why is this a hard concept? I'm sorry. I really... I, know I mean, I, war is just a giant pissing match anyway. Let's just take it smaller. Yeah, but war's about land and it's <laughs> resources. A gi- no, it's a pissing all over giant <laughs> tracts of land. That's all it is. Huge tracts of land? Yeah, huge tracts of land. Okay, that, fair enough. Yeah, keep them in the closet there, Kelly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he, while this is going on, uh-huh. there's also a senator involved who's <laughs> yeah. like... What's all this Well, then? like his secretary's <laughs> like, yeah, they got him a presidential pardon. He's like, say what? Who? And why? Yeah, because <laughs> he'd, been, he'd been talking to the general. The general's like, I oh, don't worry about it. We, Denton's our best guy. Yeah. We're going to make this happen. And he's like, are you sure? Well, the senator sort of seems to be unaware of the whole tournament thing. He's like, wait, there's a guy? He's going to fight another guy? And they're, what? I think mean, fate of our, mm-hmm. both of our countries is rest on this guy? I don't know about that. Find me all the information on Mike Denton, <laughs> please, because this doesn't make any sense. But his whole thing is basically like, find me the tie between him and the general. I that's the I, I, we must figure out what's going on here. Why did he pick that guy? Right. Which I don't know why that's your yeah. priority. I mean, it's like, we could skip through the rest of their storyline because like there's a scene where they're arguing with them on the phone later mm-hmm. about like I don't we you know we have information now. I can't believe you're using a guy that's court martialed. And then there's just a shot where it cuts back to the general's office and he's got a 
Watergate style reel to reel recorder recording everything. Yeah. And he's just listening to their he's actually listening to their office. They weren't mm-hmm. even on the phone, I'm sorry. No, he just yeah, bugged their office. He bugged their office and he was just listening to it. Yeah. So there's like there's that going on. Mm-hmm. And then Basically, Senator... Well, no, there's one more scene a little bit later. I, again, I, I forget the order of some of the second act stuff, so I'm just going like, to carry through. Go right ahead. At some point, he's like... They get a little bit more information, and he sends his, his uh, a secretary lady out to go to get, get something else. But, oh, no, I left my car at home. It's in the shop. Here, take mine. <laughs> and, of course, long-ass fucking shot of her walking through this car. Yep. Long yeah. shot. Walks out to this Lincoln and in this parking lot that's full of like now it's an old ass Mercury. Oh, it's a Mercury, sorry. And um, <laughs> but it's in this parking lot with all those like shit cars, and it's like this is a senator's office, like. Yeah. <laughs> and of course well, she gets and that's the, the senator's car. Yeah. She yeah. borrowed his keys. Yeah. To dope drive, ass like, Mercury. This, yeah, <laughs> dope ass nineteen seventy six Mercury. Yeah, it, yeah. it's kind of hooptified. So I mean, yep. Anyway, like of course she gets in the car and it, it blows the fuck up. Yeah, you know. So like secretary and that, but like. We're done with the senator until like the end of the fucking movie. Yeah, like that's none of this a, matters. That was the trail of them investigating, and then none it's like, of it matters. We're done with that. Yeah, get to get back to uh, more prepping for this battle. I mean, mm-hmm. there's not much. I mean, we I carried through what Sergey was doing. They gear up. Well, yeah. Well, he he does his like you know weird flashback you know Clockwork Orange thing. Danton's talked with the guy, and, and he's asked for a very specific. Load out. Yeah, you know, load out. Because like, the whole thing is like they're allowed to go into battle with 75 pounds worth of gear, yeah. everything, weapons and everything. And and we've prepared these very specific things. He's like, no, I want this, 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 and this. And a roll and of I quarters. Would, <laughs> and a roll of quarters, and I'm not going to tell you why. Yeah. And he's like, well, I have to get it approved. He's like, well, fucking do it. I mean, that's that's the kind of the great thing about this movie is it's like every time somebody starts to get like, eh, he's just like, fucking do it. Yeah. Just shut the fuck up and do it. Yeah, it's, he, he doesn't have time for no. anybody's bullshit. Yeah. But it's so weird how this movie doesn't treat any of this like it's in any way important. Like, if this guy is going to be the savior of America mm-hmm. and win fucking World War Three, everyone's just like, fuck you, you're going to do what we say. And he's like, right. I can win the war this way. And they're like, nah, you're an idiot. Well, yeah, because they're going to assign him all the weapons he's going to use. Yeah, right. He's going to do it. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. No, but, yeah. I'm the like, guy out there. Yeah, but like the weird thing about this is that there's like an underlying level of shady bullshit mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the most important mm-hmm. thing on the planet yes. that's more important to like the three people running some sort of criminal underground mm-hmm. also i find it strange that like somehow like this general guy had the president or whomever the people the diplomats in that room were on the hook or whatever like he, he was like the guy that was like knew he was going to get called to do all this yeah like like this guy had some kind of master plan that involved starting nuclear war and then getting picked to pick the guy that was going to fight to not stop the mm-hmm. nuclear war. It's like, right. That's a that's a strange. Yeah. That's a. And that's, then that's, when that's, you I'm, think I'm about saying, that's Illuminati, a, that, man, that's a Bond villain kind of move. Not yeah. this fucking dopey ass general that <laughs> yeah. was there. Mm-hmm. Start a nuclear war, <laughs> convince everyone to have a fighting tournament to settle it, and then pick the guy because you want to bump him off right. because of some bullshit. Which honestly. <laughs> Like the plot, okay. So we find out somewhere along the way that his, the plot that that landed him, <laughs> landed him court-martialed and in jail, is that he was accused of trying to kill the Secretary of State. I believe. Yeah, his unit was yeah. that that was their target, though they didn't know that was their target until they saw the target. Right, the U.S. Secretary of State. Let me mind yes. you. Now that's what I'm saying. That sounds like it was. It sounds like some kind of fucking weird circular logic thing, like Terminator. Like that sounds like they were setting this up. 
Because why else would, would would anyone order someone to kill the U.S. Secretary of State except to set this up? You know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> like, I, yes. The beginning of this movie invalidates in the end and then vice versa. Kind yeah. Of? But right. you know what? If I was involved in whatever scheme this was, here's what I would do. I'd go get Danton. I'd put him on the operating table. I'd fucking kill him on the operating table and then go get the next guy who's the best fighter well, and have him the save America. America. They were going to have go. Yeah. Oh, so he just magically lived in the operating room? <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, no, I'm saying they already had the second guy there. He was the, he was the guy that was giving him shit, and yeah. also the presidential partner. Well, he's it fucking dumb. Anyway, <laughs> all right, You're, you can't get over the most basic of concept. I'm, I'm, I'm the one having a problem yeah. with the, you know, the minutia here, like actually <laughs> following this plot all the way out. You know, anyway, have a problem with all of it. All right, <laughs> anyway, they're done. Like they do, you a just gear- got to roll with it. They do a gearing up montage, and it's pretty fucking great. Yeah, it's Zadar really cool. gearing up knives. You know, there but- are some awesome pans yeah. up to Zadar's face. I mean, he's he's uh, you know shotgun round bandolier mm-hmm. dual style, mm-hmm. uh, putting a, a, a Russian f- flag, uh, you know, bandana on his head. Rambo style, you know, and like they they fit the the good thing is like they finish everything and like you know all of his stuff is like it's all very professional badass looking and then it's like the very first shot of Danton is like him put on an art like a cut off sleeve army jacket that has an Ozzy Osbourne patch on mm-hmm. it yeah and it's just like he's he's and like electrical he's, tape and something he's to do a bad his boy gun yeah. yeah wrap some string around oh, his he, leg he, uh, he strapped his uh, compass to the side of the gun that's mm-hmm. what that was yeah he aliens him mm-hmm. some stuff on that gun yeah. He has some knives, and you know, you see him pack the roller quarters, and mm-hmm. you're like, okay, well, yeah. those are really going to come roller, in roller quarters. <laughs> yes, so they're geared up and they're ready to go do battle. Yeah, and, and then they're out in the field. They drop them in this field, and Virginia, in Virginia, they've in decided Virginia. that the fate of the world will be fought for in Virginia, in the woods of Virginia. Yeah, yeah, because doesn't it say like 0800 combat zone? Yeah, look, Virginia. Oh. Mm-hmm. I know for a fact the United States has at least several islands that we could take over and use for a purpose like this. Russia's got to have at least some. I'm saying, like, throw these two people on a, on a deserted island and let them fight the fuck out. Not- Put them on iceberg in the middle of Pacific Ocean. Yes. Yes, I between mean, Alaska and, and okay, Russia. we'll put them on the iceberg. <laughs> put them on the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a don't like. Calm down, general. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but no, but, I mean, yeah. but like they're in this field and they're three hundred, four hundred yards away from each other. Now they've gone to explain that, like, because they've wired up his head to be, you know, to let Holly Hunter talk to him, they can also track him. But that they're going to track uh, Sergey via heat sensors that they're going to bury in the ground, and mm-hmm. that Russia probably has the same thing. So you're probably both going to kind of know where each other are at all points in time. Yeah, which is like that takes all the mystery out of this. Mm-hmm. It does. Yet. You can put the mas- mystery right back in it when you have a tactical officer who doesn't bother telling you shit. Oh yeah, that, there is that. She is just she is just constantly not telling him anything. Sure. And then when something happens, she's like, "What's happening?" Yeah. What? 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 You know, clearly she can hear like explosions and gunfire. She's like, "Hey, hey, what's going on? Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like they start off and like their very first move is walk towards each other. Mm-hmm. To which she's like, "Oh, he's walking right towards you." 300 yards yeah 250 200 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he's busy trying to set up some kind of trap well, he'll wait he and, waits, and she's he, like he waits to like 100 yards out though yeah yeah and she's like he's 50 yards away and he's closing in on you uh-huh <laughs> here he comes yeah and it's like 50 yards that's not far it's like right there i should yeah. be able to see him and you both have guns and he's huge <laughs> i mean he's he's not stealthy i mean he's a big man uh 
But yeah, so they they shoot each other for a while at each other. Well, first Adar throws the throws one of his shovels. Right. Yeah, cuts yeah. his arm and cuts Danton's arm because he still managed to sneak up on him. Yeah, at least mm-hmm. enough to chuck a shovel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they exchange some gunfire for a while, and then Zadar vanishes. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Danton's you know, looking, well, you know, like right at him. I mean, staring at him, mm-hmm. like because he's fired a couple of grenades at him. Yeah. And you know, knocked him down at one point, and he's staring right at him. While what's her face is is talking to him in in his head. Well, yeah. Well, she's hearing the gunfire. Like, hey, what's happening? Hey, you okay? Oh, I what's think that? the blatant one of that was later in the movie. The the one where it's like he had him on the ground at gunpoint and he disappeared in front of him. I think that, that, that happens was, two or three times. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. The blatant, really blatant one was towards the end of the movie, where it's just like, how did he get away? He was like gun trained on. Him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that anyway. that happens a lot, yeah. but. I mean, there's another point where he gets, he literally gets the drop on him because mm-hmm. they do the whole like, he's right there. Why can't you see him? He's, he's right on top of you. Look up, you know. And <laughs> oh, he does, and just Zadar out of a tree, you know. Yeah, yeah, and knocks him down, and then they just stare at each other for a while, and it's of course it's right over the booby trap that you know, Danton has set. So he's watching. He's like, well, he's like trying to back up. He's trying to do the, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, Kill come, me. Come at me. I'm here. Uh, and Zadar's just like, I see your stupid thing. I'm just going <laughs> to step over it. And, Dan, and Dan's like, fuck, I'll just throw a stick at it. <laughs> yep. And it works. <laughs> Chucks a stick at it. Boom. You know, Zadar goes flying. Mm-hmm. And I think he, that's, that's when, when he disappears because yeah. he, he, he blows back and he's like, well, I got him. And he's like, no, he's moving. And it's like, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he's gone. And she's like, yeah, he's in Sector 12 now or whatever. Yeah. So I think they break up and like have a, some time alone or whatever. They do yeah, that a well, lot. It, well, it's nighttime, the next scene. And yeah. He's he, in a bunker. There's these weird little bunker cabin things they have out there. The rest know. of the movie takes place in these little bunkers. Yeah. So he's yeah. just in there. But and, since then, he's been bantering back and forth yeah. with yeah. He's with Holly Hunter. Her. Yeah, kind of. Like, yep. yeah. Give me some motivation here. Let me take you to dinner if I win mm-hmm. and World he keeps War calling her, III. And he keeps calling her Dragon Lady. Yeah. She's like, well, first off, you can stop calling me Dragon Lady. <laughs> Dr. Elector. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Danton. And, yeah, so eventually she's like, tell me the story about your, your yeah. court-martial. And that's when he tells the whole story. Like, yeah, guys, we're going to kill the Secretary of State, and I wasn't going to have that shit, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, Got a bullet in the back of my, or I say, he says he woke up in a hospital with a bullet in the back of his head. Yes. Didn't know, doesn't know who shot him. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you see his laser sight mm-hmm. and then missed gunshots and yeah, yeah. they just, they just fire at each other from each other a bunch. 20 yards away and yeah. miss a bunch. And then Zadar pulls out a rocket. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, all right, let's do this. And. Fires the rocket in, and I love that they cut to the computer screen of drawing the line of the rocket going from where's the dar in. There's a rocket incoming. Like a fucking no. (laughs) (laughs) They put a lot of $30 into the uh, computer graphics. The the finale is the best part of the rest. Yeah, yeah, so rocket goes off, and -hmm. and I think, again, they just take a break from each other. Yeah, he he dives out the window, and the building blows up behind him. Yeah, good stunt. But then they're just like, all right. How do they come back together into the bigger building? Like, I don't remember what... There's more, like, shooting across from other buildings, Mm -hmm. and Danton goes inside the building because he's been hit. Right. And he's sort of crawling through there. Oh, that's right. He took a shot in the leg. And he gets Zadar in the shoulder. Yeah. 
because uh, Zadar, that's why Zadar stops, is to shove, right, right. I guess, gum or plastique Whatever or something putty in he has, the wound. But he just jabs putty in his yeah. arm and it stops bleeding. Makes lots of face. Yes. Oh, his he faces. Man, just shaking Zadar face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like okay he's in pain mm-hmm. i'm that's what i'm picking up on no. um but yeah, yeah so you <laughs> danton is inside this place he's been shot and he he sees a like a little hole opening in the wall like a far wall and he's like i'm gonna go over there but you see him tinkering with something for a while before he goes and does that mm-hmm. goes and does that uh <laughs> zadar comes in again they do the the ridiculous pan from his boots up to his face and he's looking down at the ground and Tant has made a smiley face out of the stack of quarters that he has. Yep. <laughs> he says, have a nice day. And then he, have a nice day, motherfucker. Bip. Yes. <laughs> and blows up the plastique that's underneath them somehow. And the whole building just Oh, yeah. Goes. The building erupts. Yeah. And he just walks outside, leans up against a, a wall with a giant window next to it, and mm-hmm. is just like, all right, let's go to dinner, Holly Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> I killed him. He's good and dead. And she's like, oh, no, by the way, he's right there. <laughs> Again, he's the worst the tactical officer uh-huh. ever. Just like, oh, no, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> he ain't dead. Don't you know he's right there? <laughs> so it's Yeah. And and. <sighs> When they show Zadar again, he's like, well, son of a bitch. And he's trying to get away. And they show Zadar again. And now he's he's Aaron Eckhart in freaking Dark Knight. Yeah. You know, they've just half charred face. up half his face. Yep. Oh, but it's so half-assed. It's like... It, it is half-assed. It, yes. It's half-assed, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like they took a... Yeah. <laughs> Pause for the last track there. Uh, yeah. Um, but it's like they just slathered on a bunch of purple paint and there's like There's a little bit of blistering. There's a l- <sighs> a little. But only like down at the bottom of the neck area. Yeah. They ran out of makeup, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. Like in Alabama. It's like he fell asleep <laughs> on his side in a under a sun lamp of some kind. <laughs> Whatever. He's Either way. He's half burnt. Yeah. He got half burnt. Yeah. How do you get how do you get half burnt? And then <laughs> and then and the Russian general is like Well, actually more, William Smith is like Robert Zadar, <laughs> what's happening? Are you all right? Yeah. And he's like, I fight for me now, not you. Yeah, he rips off the headset like, mm-hmm. I fight for me. Yeah. All right. And so he's like, yeah. he's now he's gone rogue. Yeah. Where yep. he still wants to kill Mike Dan. Yeah, but he just but wants to do it. Out he of, wants to do it on his own terms. Right, yeah. He's there for the right reasons now. Yeah. Well, he, basi- this- he basically wants to, well, he grabs a shotgun and like he decides it's time for hand-to-hand combat. Done with all this shit. This is like the next like six times each of them has well, the drop on each other with a gun. But what happens just, yeah, he decides he's coming after Danton. Mm-hmm. However, Danton's sneaking around going, you know, with her in his ear going, all right, where is he? You know, he, he's got to be somewhere. And they're like, well, there's a heat signature there. And then, bam, he gets knocked out as oh, he's yeah. looking around yes. the corner. Yes. But it's not Zadar. Nope. <laughs> It's, it's the the second choice to be the savior of America. Yeah, yeah. it was it was Miss Congeniality of, yeah. the, of yes, World War Three. Exactly. <laughs> and he's like, 
hey, I'm the one who shot you during that whatever the fuck it was in Pakistan. Yeah. What do you think about that? Time to finish the job. Yeah. As slowly as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you now. Take the safety off. Yeah. <laughs> Load gun. Yeah, and they take the time <laughs> to show like the close up of him flipping the safety. Uh-huh. Yeah. To uh, which Zadar says, you shouldn't take so long. Mm-hmm. Yes. And shovels him in the back. Mm-hmm. Can you dig this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say that. No, he, he doesn't. Should. Mm-hmm. He should have. Yeah. And then, you know, it's like, come on, man, you and me. Let's yeah. do this. Yeah, well, Danton's like scrambling away, and yeah. then he's like, Zar throws down the gun. He's like, let's fight. Yeah. Time to fight. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, this, is, this is like I building like up. Danton's attitude throughout, too. Well, I mean, they're building this up with like the Star Trek, like, dance around, yep. like, oh, this is going to mm-hmm. be a big thing. And it's like, you're. Your movie has already established he sucks at hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is probably not going to end well for him. No. And it really kind of doesn't. No. kind of gets his ass beat a lot. He immediately <laughs> goes for his finishing move of punch three times and then <laughs> say, you're you're out. <laughs> but Zadar's having none of that. He actually goes, I don't play baseball. Yeah. And picks him up by the face. <laughs> yeah. Just gets him hands on the temples yeah. and yep. just lifts him up off the ground by his head. <laughs> yeah, and throws him. Mm-hmm. And then he throws him, and then like I think he gets a gun, and he's like, "Oh, you know, all's fair in love and war." It's like I'm going to shoot you, and Zadar just like puts on like sad face, like, "What? I like to fight." Yeah, and he's like, "We fight now." Oh, <laughs> damn it! All right, puts the gun down, and it's like, "We fight more now." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, lo- okay, yeah, we totally do. God, I love his attitude throughout that because yeah. he's just like, "This is so fucking stupid," but yep. I'm doing it anyway. Yep. And, and this is the best because he's like he's got the gun trained on him and is just like, yeah, all right, let's just do more more hand to hand combat. And all then right. just like okay, and then immediately just runs over and kicks him in the balls. Yep, mm-hmm. kicks Sadar right in the balls, and, and he and just kind of looks at him like, really? You hit me in the balls? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and you could see it like trembling, just making a fist, like mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking turn all of this pain into rage and punch through your head uh which, which he does which he kind of does yeah <laughs> knocks danton out mm-hmm. danton like he he does the punch where danton spins around 180 and then <laughs> gives that like yeah yeah he should the have the little birds tweeting <laughs> yes. you know around his head well he got the um what's his name at the end of uh die hard the the reporter dude that got this from yes from uh yeah. Molly mclean yeah mm-hmm. Like and the, yep. yeah, like right at the camera. Yeah, <laughs> goes down, and then they're on Zadar, and you can see Zadar like, "Fuck, I get hit in the balls." <laughs> yeah, he grabs his balls and then collapses. And he goes down, and they're both down. Yeah. Now, I, I think it was earlier in the scene. I don't think it was when they get up again, but like mm-hmm. one of the times when they they stop and like you know you think everyone's down and they're done. He goes like, "That's where he says the line." He's like. What are they feeding you? Yeah. And he's like, Americans. <laughs> and he's like, that was, that was a good line. Is All that right. when he tries to punch Zadar? Zadar grabs his hand yeah. and does and you know does the I'm squeezing your hand thing. And Danton's like, ah. And then Zadar takes his hand and makes him punch himself in the face. Yes, he does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Quit hitting yourself. Yeah. And then Danton gets up holding his head like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. My face hurts. My hand hurts. That's not yeah, cool, I man. I think that's when he pulls the gun on him. Yeah. He's like, fuck this. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Yep. And there's like, all right. But boy, yeah, they both they both collapse. Yes. And this is the point where the general back in the back in the control room with uh, with the with Holly Hunter. Right. Who in the meantime has like gone and snuck into his office at some point she and did, had yeah. like some underling watch the 
controls. Who didn't watch but, the controls at all. <laughs> yeah. But she comes back and, and he's just like, all right, you're relieved of command. Yeah, she she credit card snuck into his office and saw yeah. the I guess saw the real and stole the real real team, right. we find out later. But mm-hmm. and I guess called the senator because again. Yes. Yeah. But but, but yeah, she's relieved mm-hmm. of dealing with any of the stuff. Right. And that's when he's Your like, expert expertise is no longer required. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy takes over and he's like, All right, activate whatever. Omega and, and and this is and you know, and self destruct. Danton and and Zadar have woken up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, that was kind of fun. Yeah. Like, like, we're good, right? Well, Bizarre's like, we fight more. And he's like, no, fuck the war. Let them f- yeah. figure it out. They started yeah. it. Yeah. He's like, this we can dumb. live. We yeah. can both live. Yeah. Well, let's go live. <laughs> but Danton looks up and sees, like, explosives strapped to everything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and he oh, sees the light so blinking. Rich. And he goes, oh, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah. And so... The whole, like, all of these husks of, you know, buildings just explode. Yep. And the best part, I mean, they're good explosions, don't get me wrong, but the best part about it is the 5x5 grid that's on the computer has little fireworks explosions going diagonally through everything on the grid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like the ending pattern of Minesweeper. Yeah. It's it's like, (laughs) you just won. Yes. (laughs) So the guys guys Mm -hmm. just sit there watching it, just like, all right, we we blew everything up. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Stalemate. Yep. (laughs) Oh, I guess. And then General Guy is out on the field, walks out there, is like, yep, look at all this shit we blew up. Yep. And then William Smith, Russian dude, walks up too. And they're basically like, this was a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think you come up with a very good plan. He's like, well, yeah, thank it's you. a great plan. Yeah. yeah. You job. always have the best plans. <laughs> and then, like, you know, they come out of stumbling, of course, out of the ashes. Like, yeah, good plan, except for we're not dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great plan. Yeah. And then it's just like, I don't know the clown car of Dave Sex Machina because they, co- they come out and it's like, yeah, we're not dead. And it's like the senator shows yeah. up and is like, well, I'm not dead either, but <laughs> you're going to pay for blowing up my secretary and look, I've got two FBI guys. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the general's like, you've got no proof. And he's like, I've got this. I've got proof <laughs> real to real coat. tape. Yeah. And the general's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> Dan's like, yeah, fuck all of you. And then... Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, Zadar's like, maybe we should fight General. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> you do that. And it's, it's another court martial for you, you know. And uh, William Smith is just talking to him, you know, just like, you know, you were like, son, why why you do this? And Zadar just walks away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And William Smith is just left there to be like, what? Yeah. Who will come to arrest me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably so, should not be here. Guys, <laughs> do I just stand here? <laughs> I need to call an Uber. <laughs> I need a ride home. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then it's just <laughs> cut to another building that they're all coming out of. Uh, like, it's like the Southern Plantation. It, oh. It's weird. With giant steps that they come down like. Giant bet, columns. Yeah. I bet it's her house. It, it might probably be. is her house. Well, she's waiting Placed outside. Her dad's house. Uh, yeah. 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 And they come down. She's got a mint jewel. I think it's supposed to be a government building or something. Fine. Maybe a hospital. Maybe, but like Zadar but, is cured. Yeah, Zadar and, <laughs> Zadar and Danton basically come out of this building, and Zadar is dressed fucking Miami Vice style now. Mm-hmm. She's standing there, and she's like, well, I'm not going to let you buy me dinner because you didn't really win. You tied. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. But I'll buy you dinner. Oh, okay. All, All right, right, sweet. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. go. And We got to get a friend, friend for from, Zadar here. Yeah, what are you, like, blondes right there? He's like... Uh, he's like, oh, he's like all oh, women. <laughs> 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 and then they walked right towards the camera and freeze, freeze frame. frame. 
God, I wanted them just solving crimes in Miami, <laughs> just on a speedboat chasing mm-hmm. drug smugglers. <laughs> That's the actual, the final, final sanction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Final sanction, part two. Yeah. Final you thought order. it was final, but <laughs> it's not final at all. One more sanction. <laughs> sanction hard. Seriously, the last sanction. Yeah. We really mean it this time. <laughs> the finalist. <laughs> Finalers sanction. Yeah. yeah. Thus ends the final yep. sanction, and I guess World War Three has been solved. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so I guess we rate it. Yes, sure. Do we have to? Yes, we totally do. Well, then let's not let it linger. <laughs> you were just waiting on that one, weren't you? <laughs> uh, no Stargrove, but the second half of the end credits has a kind of dope song. No, never. No, really, no, it's really. not. Oh, whatever, you guys. <laughs> it's, you know, that, that has, it's Chuck no. Dope. Yes, yeah. that's right. Chuck Dope. <laughs> Which is Chuck. kind of dopey. <laughs> MC Chuck Dope here. MC Chuck Dope, <laughs> yes. No, you're supposed to say, my name is MC Chuck Dope. And I'm here, and to, I'm here to say, say okay. the song at the end of Every the single credits. white guy starts off his rap this way. Oh, I yeah. see. Oh. oh. Song <laughs> at the end of the credits will get lots of play. Hmm. But when you say play, we all have to shout at the same time. Play. 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 Boy, we fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. There goes our career. Actual No career. Stargrove. Nope. No. But it's chucked up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to say two jocks. Oh. Okay. Two jocks. I mean, there's Zadar. I don't think I'll ever stop appreciating Robert Zadar in movies. Because he embraces, like, the whole, like, I am super serious despite whatever fucking ridiculous thing is going on around me. And I absolutely love that about him. And he seems to bring it every single time. There's, it never feels like Zadar is like, no, fuck this, man. He's always, he's always all in on all of these things. And that's great. I, I love Ted Pryor in this movie, too. Like, like he's not... He's not really the same guy as Mike Dan in in Deadly Prey. I mean, he's way more sarcastic in this one and just like pissed off at things, but he gets all the best lines and, you know, aside from the Americans one, <laughs> right, that Zadar gets. But it's there's just not enough of the fun fighting stuff. It's really only kept to like two scenes near the end of it. Yeah. And there's just, it's just it's not executed nearly as well as the stuff in like Deadly Prey where, you know, there's He's beating a man to death with his own arm that he's just severed. You know, <laughs> there's not shit like that in it, which is that pushes it way up there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'd have to say two. It's fun, but it's not his best. But it's it's better than White Fury. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah it's it's all. This is so much more competent than White Fury. White yeah. Fury seemed like amateurish compared to this. It's it's mm-hmm. strange. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, five jocks. I'm not going to rate the movie Five Jocks. I just want to say, say it. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's cool. No. That's why I started this rating. I'm going to say Two Jocks. Um, no, I actually, I, I'm going to, I'm going to echo the Two Jocks sentiment. Um, I was hovering around a one because, like, I mean, there's a lot of things that make me almost not want to recommend it, but I think it's, it's a, it's a step higher than that, like, kind of just barely recommend thing that we, we sometimes hover on. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly, yeah, because of the performance of the people, just being committed to. You could tell at this point there was there was very little budget in this movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was like, I mean, if you watch the credits, they were just beg borrowing, stealing places to film this thing. Um, yeah. There's a there's a they thousand. They thanked thank everyone you. in yeah. Mobile, right? It's, if you had so, a building, 
Yeah, <laughs> they think so. I mean, business. Yes, for that. I mean, if I, I mean, still breaking it down to the idea of you getting your friends together and having the motivation and enough funds to actually go out for a few weekends and make a fucking movie. So is that what pretty, happened? Well, that's what these movies feel like. They just feel like like I got my brother, we got this guy, and we but, went out to this place, and we kind of make this movie for nothing. And they and he, and he just did it for years. And I mean, and and to me, like this is such a be- much better ex- example of that than than White Fury was. I mean, mm-hmm. even um, what the hell was the film crew one called again? Invasion, 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 Invasion Force. Force, like that. I mean, like that, and this and Deadly Prey are like what you want out of this guy's filmography. Yeah, like White Fury is just like this weird anomaly from what we've seen. And I don't know. Like I said, it's it's not as good as Deadly Prey. It's probably maybe not even as stupidly fun as like invasion force at times just because that had yeah. a bigger cast with like the more people to say more dumb things and there was some i'd have to say there's a lot more personality in invasion sure force. Yeah, yeah i agree with that but i mean there's pretty good explosions there's pretty good you know one-liners and reactions to things throughout this that i you know it's just going to go that slight notch i mean it's a it's a low two but it's a two so yeah two jocks as as I said earlier, this movie is fucking dumb, like just dumb. It's, no one's questioning anything about oh, we're gonna have a fighting tournament to solve World War Three. Mm-hmm. No one's questioning it, and no one's considering it, it making it a big deal. Like you would think there would be a bunch of people in the control room hanging out, you like watching, you know, the results of mm-hmm. <laughs> World War Three being played out in Virginia. Uh, there's none of that, and yeah, the whole thing boils down to some bullshit cover-up that doesn't make any sense and why the plan is to kill both it's just it's all so dumb and like the first half of this movie is nothing but talking about what's going to happen it's just it's like its own hype man it's just you know things are going to happen and we're not really going to show you cool things but just understand that this could be interesting maybe we'll see what happens and then Mm -hmm. like a couple cool things happen but not really um but like the attitudes are entertaining, the cast is entertaining. It doesn't have as much personality as Invasion Force does, but like you said, only because it that movie had a bigger cast mm-hmm. and more things to do. So I did like this ultimately, even though it's stupid. Uh I, I agree with the two jocks rating. Um man though, it's just if you were studying like film theory of point A to point B to point C in a screenplay, <laughs> this ain't no. it. No, no, no. So, yeah. I'm a little bit less thrilled with this. Um, I would give it a zero if I could, um, but I have to pick one side or the other, so I'm giving it a jocks for its uh, Robert Zadarity. Um, <laughs> it's Zadarshan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zadarness. Um, there's a lot that isn't necessarily bad. It's just bland for me. Um, and even though I, I do really like and appreciate Robert Zadar and I think he's fine in this, um, it's just not, there's not a whole lot of personality I feel in this particular movie. Like with the exception of, uh, of some of Ted Pryor's lines, it's just like, and the couple early on, it's just it's just kind of a things happen in <laughs> semi-random sequences, and then they have a fight at the end. 
Um, and I don't know. I can I can appreciate the somewhat gorilla movie making aspect, but it it still feels like a mess, even though you know, even though you know that it's there's zero budget and it's almost just friends and family. It's still just a bit of a mess, and it's it's not something that I. Like, I'd probably watch the first 30 minutes and then go do something else had I, you know, yeah. had I a different option. <laughs> yeah. So it's just one jocks for me. And that's just Z- uh, Zadar's own personal jocks. And I it, it sucks that almost a direct, you know, well, not almost a direct ripoff, but a, a movie that follows, you know, a similar plot idea from one of the greatest movies of all time um it could only manage to be one fifth as good. Yeah. Well that movie had robots. It did. It did. <laughs> robots go a long way. Yeah. And if you take the robots out of any situation where there could be robots it it's not gonna bode well for you. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> you know that old saying. Yeah, that, that old saying. Yeah. You know. That chestnut. You know what they say. <laughs> there must be robots. Yeah. All right. Well, how about we get to uh, break time so we can get to the second half? All right. Yeah, it sounds like it. Let's a- do it. All right, and welcome back. Hey, Mamcast. Hey, Second half time. All right. Who's got movies that are new? Mm, nope. Mm, nope. All right, moving on. Not new. Oh, who's got any movies? I have a couple. They're within the last couple years. Oh, all right. So Please do continue. I have a recom- new to you. Yeah, I have a recommendation, and uh, I don't know what the hell this was. Um, all right. So I'll start with the recommendation because it's quick. I watched the movie Rush. Rush. Which is the Ron Howard oh, the Formula Race One movie? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it was something that was on my DVR, and I was like, I need space. I just you should have watched Gravity. I have I have that elsewhere. Uh-huh. Oh, oh space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so here, I I never was interested in Rush because Formula One. Who gives a shit? And I just figured, Lots of people. like, why this doesn't interest me in any way? Why would I care about this? Luckily, the movie is barely about that. Like, the racing is sort of, like, the background story of... It, it's more of a character piece than anything else. And it's really great. It is... It is. I, I am surprised at how good it is, considering the last couple of Ron Howard movies were so pedestrian and, like, what is he even doing anymore? This has a sense of style to it. It's got a sense of humor to it. Uh, it's really well acted. It made me give a shit about Formula One racing in the moment, not like right. I went in. I mean, I read some Wikipedia articles about the Whoa, real people and like hey. was interested. So interesting. Yeah. Um, so I would just recommend take a look at rush. It's, it's pretty damn good. Um, did they play Tom Sawyer? No, they, they um, did not. Limelight. Nope. Sucks. Don't yeah. want to watch it. Okay. Uh, the other movie I watched was the first Hobbit movie. And, um, I've seen that. I saw well, you live tweet it. It took you forty seven <laughs> hours to watch it. Let's uh let's go ahead and throw this out there to start right with. Um yeah. you do not like the Lord of the Rings. Is that correct? I 
okay, I don't want to... It's Chuck Fine. I don't dislike the Lord of the Rings movies. I just, I realize and identify that they are not for me. Like, this world is just the thing I cannot get into. Something about it just, my brain will not process names and places, and I just can't do it. Okay, I'm just... Yeah. Baselining I, it. I'm, I don't, I'm not here to try to defend the I know, Hobbit, believe I me. just, I... I, I just I could not get into the Lord of I mean there's there are moments in them like all the moments that people like cheer for and make fun of and stuff like that I'm like yeah okay that's that's well done that's good but for the most part I'm just like I couldn't tell you three things that happened in the first Lord of the Rings movies just couldn't mm-hmm. tell you uh man the Hobbit holy God that movie is long it seems like everything takes three times as long to do mm-hmm. like. The first act mm, is just... I wonder why. People talk... I mean, yeah, you can stretch these things out, but each one doesn't have to be three fucking hours. I remember trying to read the book, and, like, the first 20 pages went further than the first hour of that movie did. Yeah. Like, they had gotten further in the first 20 pages of the book than they had in the movie's first hour. Yeah, it's... And that's not good. I just I I just kept thinking the whole time. Get to a thing. Get to something. Do interact with something mm-hmm. instead of whatever this is, which is just dwarves who none of whom have any kind of personality. Just being, I guess, generic dwarviness. But there's and, a serious one. Is there? And then there's all the goofy ones. Well, the, there's there's the most they human looking song. one. They yeah, sing that song. They do. Yeah, they they throw they, the cups around the room. Yeah, they do. I I don't I don't know I. It just, there are references to things in that movie that don't make sense. Like, Gandalf makes a joke about golf. And I'm like, golf did... Th- what? That doesn't exist in this universe? Were what there the any fuck? golf jokes in the book? I can't I imagine so. there were. But There was a golf joke? I, I probably just I don't remember that. that Gandalf says something about lopping off someone's head, like an ogre's head or something in battle, and it fell into a hole. And then just off camera, he says, coincidentally, that's how golf was invented. Ha! Huh? You know, it's like... Did someone just dub that in as a joke and no one thought to take it out? That's just strange to me. That mm-hmm. that uh, It's so dumb, but it just took me out of the movie for a minute. Like, wait, golf? What? <laughs> There's dragons in this universe. Golf was invented like in the 1500s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in, a, in the real world. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I... That whole thing is just this group of whatevers doing a thing, which I still don't know what it is, and then... They just get backed into a corner, and they're like, oh, God, we're all going to die, and then Jesus swoops in, or something happens to where it's just like, you're free now. Go do the next thing. Every time. I don't remember any Jesus either. It's not actual Jesus, but it's like three times it's Gandalf who shows up, and he's just like, I will use my force powers and push everything away from you. And then other times it's fucking America eagles flying in and saving everybody. It's it's. (laughs) You're not talking about the Lord of the Rings, right? That happened in the Hobbit too. I don't fucking remember the Hobbit. This movie. all happened in the Hobbit, my friend. Okay. Well, the the owls of Gahuli are in the Hobbit too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, that's right. Oh, or Rise the, of the Guardians. Rise, yeah. <laughs> oh, the Guardians of Gahuli. Yeah. <laughs> Gahuli. Yeah. Gahuli. Fuck that movie. Was. <laughs> so, I still think the whole Gollum scene mm-hmm. is worth watching in that movie. I think that stuff Precious. is really great. That's a tense scene. But when Gollum showed up, I was like, fucking really? Like, okay. And 
you know, I wait, 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 is right. it that part from the book? <laughs> yeah, I know, like, what but a few parts that's actually in the book. I didn't mean it like, oh, we're. Uh, it just it was like, oh, of course, Gollum is in. This. I mean, that's okay. like I when mean, Jesus comes back. I'm like, really? You no, know, I, I didn't really? mean it like that. I just, <laughs> you know, it just seemed like the whole thing of Bilbo getting the ring was so matter of fact. He was just like, oh, he's got the ring now. That's neat. And Gandalf was like, don't show anybody the ring. Wink. You know, it's like. <laughs> Okay, kind of a big deal, but the movie's not making it one, so I don't care. Well, because they didn't know for like I know. 50 more years. I know, but, you know, yeah, it just, and it's it, unnecessary callbacks to Lord of the Rings movies, you know? Just, Those would be call forwards then. They would, and that's what irritates the shit out of Calls me about forward, prequels, is, is just the whole, like, referencing things that haven't happened yet mm-hmm. irritates me, but... Uh, well, then don't watch the next two. I have to. Why? I All don't right. know. But I have we. I haven't watched. The I'm next telling two, you that I read the, the next two get like way worse in that regard. Well, I can't wait, but they're clogging up my DVR. And they but at least them. things happen. Just delete them. It's nah, okay. I gotta watch them. You don't have to watch everything on your DVR, Chuck. I yes, that is a rule. If it gets recorded, it has to be watched. No, no, no. It it happens. No. But the, the one other thing I thought was funny was that at the very end of the credits, like the cast credits, they credit Benedict Cumberbatch, but. The dragon doesn't do anything. He, did, in the f- he also did Sauron. Uh, what? When was that speaking? Like, when was that happening? Is that in the first one? I don't when think he shows so. up. I thought he showed up in the first one. No, because he's in the next two. Like Christopher Lee shows up for a while. Yeah, yeah. but Benedict Cumberbatch did both Smaug. Yeah, and. Uh, and Sauron <laughs> well, in those <laughs> movies. I, and I, I honestly, I don't remember what happens in each one anymore. I just remember the whole dancing and then the freaking funny. sled chase. Yeah, but Smaug does... I know Smaug <laughs> isn't in that one. He is in that one. Oh, he is in the first he's in, one? He's in the first, like, 20 minutes. He did all the motion cap for it, too, you know. Oh, what? For a dragon? Yeah. Like, yes. fire. What, what? You haven't <laughs> seen the videos of him with the ping pong suit on, like, crawling around, doing the face Then and stuff? maybe that's why they credited him. Yeah. You never see his face in the first one, but he, like, wrecks the ancient dwarf city of Valhalla yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> he did the motion cap for that shit. Okay. That must be why they credited him, because he yeah. never says a word. Like, so I, I thought they were crediting, like, him snarling and shit, which was hilarious to me that mm. dude, they but called him into the studio actually, and went, But he, yeah. did, he yeah. did the snarling and shit, too. I know. Yeah, he, but, did, he did more yeah. than Paul Walker did on Tammy and the T-Rex. We don't I'll know that, that for sure. He didn't answer us. <laughs> we don't know. Don't, okay. Do this, not be Smaug his name, okay? okay? Until we know for facts. Do we need to tweet Bender, Benedict? No. No. We, no, we, we don't. Not. No. Definitely not. No. I'm pretty sure that's probably solved in an IMDb trivia section. Probably. So... Mm. But yeah, I don't know. The series is not for me. I'm going to keep watching it. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a good idea. The yes. story of Chuck. The story of Chuck right there. If you want to sum Chuck up, that's what you do. Uh, this isn't for me. I'm going to keep watching. That's how Chuck became an alcoholic. If they weren't so culturally relevant, I would give up. The on Hobbit that. movies are not culturally relevant. I haven't watched them. and I've read the book. I mean, I the don't Hobbit, give a shit about the other two the movies. The book and the um, Rankin and Bass animated version, yeah. those are culturally relevant. Okay. The new 94-hour tour de farce <laughs> is not culturally relevant. <laughs> as soon as those I will motherfuckers say, were bumbling and stumbling down that fucking barrel sequence, I was like, fuck this movie, <laughs> fuck everything about this. Yeah. I, will I mean, say the cups thing the was second, bad enough. The second and third one are better, but... That's not a high bar to get over, and you don't even like the regular Lord of the Rings movies, and these are like a step way below them. 
Yeah. So I'm just telling you, it, it gets better, but barely. <laughs> barely. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> the smog stuff's really good, though. Who? Oh, sorry. Smaug stuff. Smaug. The Smaug scenes are... It's so funny. Like, they say his name three or four times in the movie, and every time it breaks the flow of dialogue, because it's mm-hmm. like they have to stop, and it's not a word that flows in any language whatsoever. It's like... And it's then, the name of a dragon. His name is Smaug. Smaug. <laughs> it's like something in a radio edit of a song that is a regular word being reversed because it's too filthy. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, The Hobbit. Boy, that's great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks for that review, glad, Chuck. Glad you're enjoying it. God, man, this heroin's really not for me. But I'm just going to keep on doing it. <laughs> well, that's an different. entirely different problem. Yeah. yeah, you know that's bad for you. But. Either way, he's still chasing the dragon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. What you watch, Mackie? <laughs> I. uh Really weird thing happened. I had borrowed They Live from Chuck the week before Roddy Piper died, which is really weird that I had just you been like, killed him. I guess, I don't know. I didn't tweet at him. I will say that. I did not tweet at the man. Fair enough. But I borrowed it because my wife is going to be out of town and They Live is not a watch with the wife movie. Mm. So I borrowed it and then never got to watch it. And then everything else happened and he died and finally got to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. That movie's still pretty good. It's not the best Carpenter movie, but it's pretty damn solid. And it's really sad how relevant it still is politically. Like, mm. might be even more so than it was in the 80s. Mm-hmm. But that is a... it. That movie's weird. Like, as far as, like, where it decides to put things. Like, like, like as far as, like, structurally. Yeah. Because, I mean, it ends on some really, like... We had all these jokes and we weren't sure what to do with them, so here they are. <laughs> like in the last minute of the movie, literally, mm. before credits. Yeah. But uh, Carpenter is like I don't know what happened to him going into the nineties. Because it feels like everything in the eighties is like good to great. Yep. All of it. You know, I mean the thing is probably is as far as I as far as Carpenter goes for me, like the top of the mountain for him. Which this, I, it's, and that's also the problem is I couldn't help comparing it to that and mm-hmm. going, man, this is good, but it's not like that. Cause like the thing, like you instantly know all these guys, like within 10 minutes, you're like, I know everybody. Whereas this one, it's a lot of Roddy Piper just going around, like getting into this little world where he's homeless. Yeah. Pretty much. And I like that the main character is a homeless dude. Yeah. And Keith David is apparently a homeless dude too. And they're just like, hey, man, we're just looking for work. We'll take whatever we can get here. Yeah, they have a little homeless community. And yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I don't know. My impression was like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess technically they were homeless, but I felt like it was more like, hey, we built this little commune here under this other pass. It wasn't like. No, uh, it wasn't like a state sanctioned homeless right, park. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just saying like it was like they still had a they weren't a crazy hobo. They were just like, yeah, they happened to be homeless. Circumstance. Yes, ish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's he's established as a drifter pretty right, much yes, in the yes. beginning because right. he had work and then it all dried up and mm-hmm. yeah, now he's he's here. <laughs> but I, I I like that you don't really know what's going on for a long time and you're discovering it as he's discovering it. Yeah, but like it's very good at putting you in 
his perspective throughout. And then once, you know, he finally puts the glasses on and they have like the black and white twilight zone stuff. God, that stuff's so freaking good. Like all of it is just the perfect mood and tone that happens between that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roddy Piper, it's like, it doesn't sound like it should work, especially, you know, at the time that it was made, it's like, really you cast this guy, but then you realize that's exactly the guy you needed. Yeah. Especially once he gets to that fight with Keith David in the alley, which, you know, everyone talks about was supposed to be 20 seconds long. And they're just like, no, we want to do like a real knockdown drag out fight. And it's like a wrestling match. Cause it's like, you think it's done. You think he's done. It's over. And it's like, Nope. I'm going to get up and tackle him now. And then he's like, no, I'm going to beat you down and you're going to stay down. And then you're going to get up and it just keeps going. Like no less than like three or four suplexes too, or yes. like people getting slammed oh, yeah. in the yeah. back. Yeah. 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 And Keith David was like pretty jacked at the time too. Like he was a big dude. Yeah. But it, the weird thing to me is like my brain had moved that to the end of the movie. And mm-hmm. it's not like, it's like two thirds of the way into the movie. It's, it's way early. And then there's like the whole climax stuff after that that is like the good. shutting off the signal stuff. Yeah, 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 and like finding out like the where the hell they went and you know just all there's so much good stuff in that movie, but it it doesn't quite click for me all the way though. Hmm. Like like I really 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 like that movie, but I guess it's one of those cases where I know Carpenter has better, so it doesn't it doesn't quite connect on that level. Yeah. And I just, it, the jokey stuff at the very end is kind of, uh, I don't know. I, it, I, it's something about that doesn't work for me and I don't know why. I know I've never liked the last shot. Yeah. Like the way I, I, that that's more specifically what I'm, the way it smashes about. to, to end credits has always been like, that's the worst way to end this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like with that sort of like, eh? you know, it's like, that's somewhere in the middle of your movie. That's not the last shot of your movie joke to credits thing. That's yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, but I do remember that shot always bothered me. Yeah. Like that's just a weird way to end this. Well, well, yeah, because I mean, it's going such a dark place before that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There should be just a holy terror breaking out everywhere. Like (laughs) immediate apocalypse happening, but yeah, it's that weird jokey bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still, that's that movie's still pretty great. And that fight scene still, one for the ages, of course. Mm-hmm. And it's even though it overshadows kind of the rest of the movie, but it does make it better. Yeah. So, yeah. As always, anything '80s Carpenter is worth watching. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. What's the one that always gets the shit pile, Christine? I'm just saying that's the one. Usually, people are like, oh, that's the one. no one ever associates that. Like that just seems to be the one that no one talks about. Like it just doesn't seem like a Carpenter movie. I know. I'm yeah. just saying that's the one. In that is an '80s movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that's always one. They're like, ah, oh, he's perfect in the 80s except for that. Yeah. And as usual, that Shout Factory Blu-ray looks fucking terrific because they they get it. They do. <laughs> you know, that's all I can say about them. They get it every freaking time. Yep. So. Yeah. And, really, and now you no. have your movie back. Great. So you can watch it. I have been wanting to watch it yeah. for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I've been thinking a lot about Carpenter, really, just like recently, like what happened to that career path and you know, I mean, it's just quick tangent. It's he never was really making hits, you know, 
like even the thing like that movie made because that was not what people wanted well it was out of it like same day as et I yeah believe, so. and people decided we like cuddly alien we don't mm-hmm. like this killing dogs alien <laughs> which is terrible yeah uh like nothing was a smash hit and when that keeps happening the studios just aren't on your side and i would imagine like every project going to work every day it was probably just less and less fun yeah you know it was just like well here's 20 million hope you make 19 of it back please and then you don't and you're like okay well here's 10 million mm-hmm. <laughs> so i it, just, it had to be just soul crushing just continuing to think you're doing great work and no one is really recognizing it mm-hmm. well and i also wonder if he's a guy that got hurt by like cg and that sort of stuff because he knew how to do practical stuff and like camera tricks to make things work yeah like, if like you watch escape from la i would say yes yeah <laughs> yeah yeah where, where it's like well no film films don't work this way like like we're not gonna take the time to you know edit this way and you know get these shots this way to work around this we're like just throw some cg in to make it transition you know and i wonder if that happened because that was probably the only way any of the effects were going to get done yeah and you know, I mean, just the quality wasn't there. And you just, you know, you look at Escape from L.A. When that movie came out, it looked terrible. No. Now, even more so. I but still just have nightmares about that tsunami. So. Oh, that's so... <laughs> fond of shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, that and jumping the motorcycle into the back of the truck just looks like... It look, I Man, I, <laughs> it's, it's remarkable. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, it's sad for, you know, like, like we've said, the thing is might be the pinnacle of practical effects. Yeah. And, you know, to end up having to go that route with everything that he did is a bummer, but they, you know, they live aside from the effects of making the creepy alien people. Like so much of that's just camera tricks and other stuff, Yeah, you know, and dressing the same set completely differently, mm-hmm. you know, for glasses versus no glasses. But yeah. Did yeah. he, did he do the music? And they live. He and somebody else, I okay. believe. But yeah, it's that movie. That music is so weird yeah. too. Like it's like harmonica and other stuff, but with synths. But <laughs> it's still, it's still terrific. Yeah. And it, and it's like nobody else would do that. Mm-hmm. I think is is the thing. Like Carpenter knew, it gives it that little bit of a western feel almost, but not quite. Like it just it fits. Yeah. That's well, what's weird. Is his his soundtracks? Listen to him outside of the movie, and you're like. This should not fit at all. Right. But in the movie, it just fucking works. Well, the story, I mean, fits the mold of a Western. I mean, this drifter comes into town, you know, nobody even realizes how bad the bad guys are that they're even around until he exposes them and, you know, then does what he has to do to chase them out of town, essentially. Yeah. It's kind of a basic Western plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's weird how many of his movies are basic Western plots, but yeah. not Westerns. Right. Yeah. He did that a lot. So It worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Anyway. Uh, I didn't really watch anything. Just TV. Meh. Meh. TV's good. <laughs> we got to get a TV corner at some point and catch up on TV from the last couple months. Sure. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Television. <laughs> but I guess in the meantime, do we have correspondence? Yeah, we got a voicemail. We actually got two voicemails from the same guy, but we're just going to save one for next week because he had multiple questions. Okay. But this is from Tim. Yo, Bamcast. I just discovered this podcast. I love it. See, I love bad movie podcasts, bad movie shows. I love them, but I can't believe I haven't been listening to you guys for the past four years. I just discovered you a month ago and been binging on your stuff, 
and you're my favorite by far now. Unlike the other shows, I mean, I can't talk about this now. I will call you back later when I can <laughs> sort my thoughts about all the different uh, movies that you do. You do stuff that other bad movie podcasts haven't. I listen to bad movie podcasts, watch the videos, and they do the same thing over and over again. Now, you've done Birdemic. You've done uh, The Room. A bunch of them have done that. But uh, those are must-haves on any bad movie podcast are, are those two. So I can see you doing that. But everything else you've done, boy, I can't even talk about it right now. I'll call you back later with that. I have two questions. One, yeah, one movie that I haven't seen on, on bad movie podcast or bad movie shows that nobody has done, even though everybody agrees that this movie sucks, is Armageddon. Why is that? Why has no one done a bad movie show featuring Armageddon? Um, is it because the special effects are so great that it's not a bad movie worthy? Is it because um, yeah, it has great actors in it? That and, and is it because so many people love the movie? Or is it because uh, it's a Criterion movie? Or is it untouchable? Is, is My question is, Armageddon a non-banfable movie? Is it just a movie that isn't cringeworthy enough to be on a banf cast or even even bad enough to be a good movie? That's my question. Or is it a, too legitimate of a movie to be banf-worthy? I'm talking about Michael Bay's Armageddon. Crash and burn. Have a good day. Suppose <laughs> <laughs> the other Armageddon. Yeah, well... <laughs> well, well, as opposed to the actual Armageddon, yeah. maybe. I did appreciate that. I'm talking about Michael Bay's Armageddon. <laughs> well, I'll there tell you might why. be another Armageddon. I'll you tell you why know. we, as the Bamcast, have never done it. It's two and a half hours long. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the big one, is we try to keep it around 90 minutes. We've made exceptions. You know, we've done Southland Tales. We've done Speed Racer. The Dungeon Siege fucking long yeah, version. Yeah, Dungeon Siege. Usually those are like, well, we're getting together and recording early on a weekend because we're all out of town during the week or something, yeah. you know. It's not often we do super long movies because we record these after work and we like to be home by midnight or there yeah. near if that. We all show up by seven, grab some food, watch a movie, come in here and talk. It's it's 11 midnight by the time we finish. Yeah. 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 And why everyone hasn't done Armageddon? Well, I mean, I don't think I, it's universally regarded no, it's as that. It's basically whether you like Michael Bay or not. And that's usually the one of his that's like given some sort of weird pass. I don't get it. It has space dementia. It has space dementia. There's so much dumb shit in that movie. Yeah. But like, it's the movie for people are like, no, that's his real movie. I'm like, that's the movie he made. That's his real. That is a film. I'm like, (laughs) okay, wait a second. Like, it is about a bunch of shit potentially blowing up and some shit actually blowing up. I'm like, if you want to talk grounded Michael Bay, there's Bad Boys Boys 1, a little bit. There's The Rock, sort of, but there's then there's like Pain, Pain and, and Gain, Gain, really, is like, if you're like wanting to pick a, like a movie movie of his that's yeah. like not insane, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, I'll still say The Rock is way better than Armageddon. Yeah. By a lot. Yeah, yeah but I'll just go ahead and say that it, our Armageddon show, if you want my rating on Armageddon, it's five jocks. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
that's what that's that, what's happening. I, yeah. Look, I, I, I'm not someone. I don't know every facet of Armageddon. I've seen it a couple times. I really, honestly, don't remember much about it. It was on TV the other day, and I caught a few minutes. And I, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not the kind of person that would pick up on like dumb things and like latch on to them and be like, "This movie's awful." Mm-hmm. But there was one that was like so dumb. I was like, "This might like it, like 20 minutes later, it was still like I can't believe that shit was there." Like when they're in space. <laughs> I think it's Bill Fickner goes and he's like, he's got the order of like, no fucking terminate this and blow the bomb up. Now we don't care if it doesn't work. Yeah. And he goes to a secret box and goes boop, 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 boop and opens it up. And there's the classic safe with a gun just laying there. I'm like, this fucking thing just got shot into space. <laughs> the gun wasn't strapped down, <laughs> and it's nah. perfectly sitting there ready to be picked up well, yeah. after this thing is launched and landed Magnets. on a, on a, on a, on a, on a meteorite Wait, or meteor. That's what you focused <laughs> on. <laughs> gun. That. Look, have you ever watched a, a space movie? A space movie, a thousand things bounce around. They like do. everything is fucking secured in a space movie, and the loaded also gun. in actual space. Everything I mean, about that movie is dumb. That's why it's great. Yes, uh, yes, I agree with that statement. It, it's everything. It, it's dumb and bad in well, the most right, charming look, of ways. It's dumb and like okay, but. Those things exist in the logic of the movie universe. A bound, a gun laying around loose on a spaceship doesn't make sense on any in yeah. any planet. No, that whole subplot, in, including space dementia, is is d- so stupid. Right, but that stuff has never gotten a pass from anybody. I know. I'm just pointing that out. I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. of all the little things, I know that they're supposed to land and drill on a fucking asteroid and launch nukes on the inside of it. All dumb, right? No. But, yes, it is. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel bad, but there are actually people that are like, man, when he has that whole flashback, I I shed a tear at that. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. I, like, uh, I feel bad, but I'm like, no. No, you should not be feeling this at the end of Armageddon. I'm sorry. I legit love Armageddon. It's terrible. I know it's terrible. I know the the average shot only lasts like 1.3 seconds long. Yeah, and if it's longer than that, it's sweeping around yeah. a group of people talking constantly. Yes. But it's like... Like, I'd love to see the steady cam guy, like how in shape he was in that movie. Oh, yeah. Because that fucker had to just be running in circles around <laughs> the set. Like, oh, Billy Bob giving some weird exposition about deep drilling. <laughs> but I mean... Any movie that has that fucking animal cracker scene in it would just be like, fuck this. <laughs> but in Armageddon, for some reason, I will quote that shit till the end of days. It'd be like, <laughs> just, anytime okay. I'm ever ex- around like an exposed stomach and an animal cracker, I'm just going to fucking make that joke. And that happens a lot, by the way. So. <laughs> I imagine it does. Anyway. All right. It's your, it's your own stomach, but that's <laughs> <Yes. weird. laughs> I'm constantly just laying in bed with a box of animal crackers. <laughs> I shouldn't eat crackers in bed. The two twin titans. Aren't, aren't these actually animal cookies? I, yeah. Shut up, Craig. Yeah. But I, I guess that's another thing. Like, if we feel too close to a movie, a lot of times we won't necessarily do it. Yeah. Armageddon doesn't need our attention. No. It's fucking Armageddon. Yeah. Like, now, I'd like to get that movie out on Blu-ray or something, but... Uh, that's yeah. Armageddon. Criterion. <laughs> Criterion, get on yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, you released it on DVD, non-anamorphic. Let's let's fix that shit. Mm-hmm. I've been told not to like Armageddon a lot by people who are uh, movie... Assholes? Assholes, Thank yeah. Thank you. Um, but I just can't, like, I can't help but like that movie. 
Like, it's the it, Michael Bay thing. Like people just feel like, no, no, this guy's bad. He does bad things. He makes bad things happen for other movies. And it's like, no, well, he yeah, just, I'm a hundred percent on board with the bad boys. I don't like Armageddon. Yeah. Well, and yeah, you know, honestly, <laughs> yeah. like that's the <laughs> thing I'm, is I'm, Michael Bay has a style. I mean, it doesn't work with the Transformers movies. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. And I wish he'd stop making them because those aren't good and yeah. they're a waste of time, yeah. you know? And I think he has a certain talent, like as an auteur in the sense of I have this style and whatever I do, I'm going to apply it to whatever it is. And mm-hmm. I appreciate that about him is he's distinctive and you know how his movies are going to look and you know how his characters are going to behave because he's, he said, this is my thing. This is what I'm doing. And people are either on board with that or not. And the people that are not are sure as hell not like they, like even they even be like the rock man, fuck the rock. And it's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. The rock is awesome. Anyone who says fuck the rock, go to hell, buddy. Yeah. But any manner of the rock. Yes. By the way, any rock, any <laughs> the rock. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, to bring it back, like, I remember, I think we've had this discussion before. You're of the opinion that Armageddon is the real movie movie and Deep Impact is not good, right? No. No? No? I like them both. Okay. I, Deep Impact is a real motion That's picture. That's what I'm saying. I, someone tried to tell me that the Armageddon was the real good movie. No, that wouldn't be. Like, no, I'm no. like, no, Deep Impact is like the real life, how would this actually happen to yeah. people scenario and Armageddon is a fucking Michael Bay explosion. Yeah. There are two sides of the same coin. Yes, but I'm, I'm saying and they like, can both exist. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say it has to be one of those like you pick a side and stick with it. Damn it! But yeah, I, I don't remember. I thought it was you and I were having that argument. I was like, "Are you? How crazy are you?" I'm pretty sure that did not come from because <laughs> I've always love. I love Deep Impact. Yeah, Deep Impact, fantastic. Yeah. Like I said, that to me, that's like that's a real movie about that scenario. Yeah, mm-hmm. Armageddon's where just like, Armageddon's the fun thrill ride. Sure, yeah, I just version of it. Armageddon's found it dumb. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch it again. Maybe I'll change my tune. I don't know. Okay. But yeah, short version. That movie's too long. Sure. Yeah, that's the reason. Yes. <laughs> Can't speak for any other shows, but that's our reason. Yeah. All right. Uh, we also got an email from Scott from Dallas. Oh. Who uh, kind of relates to this, to tonight's episode somewhat. Oh, okay. Cool. He says, uh, recently I saw at the Alamo Draft House a little movie called Maniac Cop 2. I want to recommend it to yes. you guys so bad, but I figured you'd turn it down because you've all seen it or just put it on the back burner forever. But I finally found an angle to sell you on, aside from how awesome it is. It was released in 1990. <laughs> put it on the list, guys, because that movie fucking rules. Robert Zadar is a straight-up murder beast in that movie, and it's got the best use of a flame suit outside of Maniac Cop 3. Speaking of Robert Zadar, did you know he used to be a Chippendales dancer before he got into acting? What? It's true. <laughs> now, you may be grimacing at the thought, but let me assure you that young Robert Zadar was actually attractive. If you want to see him post-Chippendales, he appears as a blonde hunk in hot chili. I know that's not exactly y'all's bag, but I think you're secure enough to at least understand when you're looking at what others would consider a good-looking man. At that point, you'll be left wondering one simple question. What the fuck happened to him? Did a dog gnaw on his face? Did he get too close to a weed whacker? Did he hit his head and forget how to properly exercise? The world may never know. Crash and burn, Scott from Dallas. <laughs> Actually, he had cherubism. Yes. It's a actual disease that makes the lower half of your face continue to grow. And the only thing that fixes it is plastic surgery or it just magically going away. Hmm. And I don't think he did either. No. <laughs> so... Probably because he that was like that became his signature look. Oh sure, I'm, he got I'm hired sure. for that. Yeah, 
sure at he, a certain point he realized that people love my face. I mean, he made himself a nice little career. Yeah. He worked a lot. And as an actor, you want to work. You know? Yeah. Even uh-huh. if he ended up having to play bad guys basically all the time. Yeah. But some, most actors are cool with that if it means they're getting work, you know? Sure. If someone showed me a photo of him as a Chippendales dancer, I'd look at it. Yeah. I've seen many an attractive man in my life. <laughs> I wouldn't shy away from going, yeah. yeah there's at, at least at one in this room. Maybe yeah. one. You see one daily, like whenever I pass by a mirror. <laughs> a mirror with a picture of an attractive man. <laughs> yeah, on it. pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I, it's my uh, so aspiration. So you take my picture up on it? <laughs> yeah, That's really weird. It's my aspiration do do that? photo. That's what I like to call it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good enough. I'm smart. Is it young Robert Zadar <laughs> that's on your <laughs> mirror? Yeah. And then it's just a bowl of hot chili there. You eat a bowl of hot chili while you're saying your daily <laughs> I do. affirmations. I do. Sure, that's healthy. Yep, I'm going to be as pretty as Robert Zadar. I'm going to be as pretty as Robert Zadar. <laughs> but pretty. Scott, we can tell you, Maniac Cop might, Maniac Cop Two, I should say, might be on the list for a certain month coming up. I maybe. <laughs> I'd say it might have already been on the list, possibly. <laughs> so stay tuned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's that. That, <laughs> that. That's it for this week. Okay. We'll save Tim's other voicemail for later. All right. I look forward to that. Tim's awesome. Yeah. Tim is a cool dude. Yeah. I liked him already. By the way, he was talking about Michael Bay's Armageddon. Oh, was oh, it? Michael oh, Michael Bay's Armageddon. <laughs> Shit, I rescind uh, everything I, I I had said already. No. So. Whoops. The shocking revelations. <laughs> Time for contact information? I think so, yeah. Well, I'll take care of that right now. Uh bmfcast.com that's the website look at the right hand side we got a bunch of buttons that'll take you to all our social stuff um, if you want the if you want to know right now the direct ways to get in contact with us twitter at bmfcast um, email us bmf at bmfcast.com or give us a call on the Garfield phone the bmfcast hotline 9105 jocks bmf or 9105569263 that is it bam boom yeah mic Bo- drop boom and bam Right. Boom and Bam. Ladow. That's our new movie coming out next summer. <laughs> Boom and Bam. Yeah. Yeah. Blap, blap, blap. No, that's the sequel. Bo- that's... It's Boom and, Boom and Blam. <laughs> Subtitle. No. Blap, blap, blap. No, blap, blap, blap. <laughs> blap, blap, blap is the movie coming out the year after. That's the Oh, okay. Boom and Blam 2. Blap, blap, blap. Yeah. Electric. Blap, blap, blap. <laughs> Something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of here, shall we? Let's. Yes. I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And this is Bamcast Out. Bamcast Out.